up what up y'all this is Anna and Kel's here too <laughs> virtually but we're doing a special kind of episode this week as you know all month we've been really tapping into the ideas of relaxing relating and releasing and this week we are going to help you guys release with a special interview with a lady by the name of Kanice who is a chakra specialist amongst many other things that go along with the woo-woo. And she'll get into explaining what the woo-woo is if you don't already know what that is, but it's a vibe. And it's not the woo, like the blood gang. (laughs) We are talking about a different type of woo um, on this episode. So we know you guys are going to enjoy it. We're going to be talking about how important your chakras being aligned are to not only your day-to-day health, but also your sexual health. Um, So make sure you guys keep tuning in. This is going to be a different kind of episode. We're actually not going to get into any R&R because we just want you guys to cool out and vibe out. And we also got technical difficulties, (laughs) but we still have our other staples on this episode. So we want you guys to kick back, relax, you know, kick your feet up on the couch, put those headphones in, and just vibe out with CCC. And without further ado, we're going to get into this week's motivational moment. Kel, take it away. For this week's motivational moment, I wanted to do something a little bit different. Um, A little later on the show, like we talked about in the intro, we did talk about chakras in our interview. And in the spirit of learning about those chakras, I'm going to read to you guys the Black Chakra Affirmations. And the Black Chakra Affirmations I'm going to talk on is the Crown Chakra. And it reads, my life is divinely guided by my ancestors, and I trust that I'm going in the best direction for me. I invite nourishment and strength through sacred transformation. I am transcending my ego. I receive spiritual inspiration and illumination from divine wisdom. I am open to the healing powers of my ancestors working in my life. I'm a wise being and practice mindfulness of myself, of others, and of the world. I am black and full of love and light. I am eternal. My crown chakra is nourished with light. I am connected to all of the resources that I need. I am opening, healing, and unifying my third eye. Yes, third eye. Yes. Snap, snap, snap. Yes. You guys look out for or listen out for our last call, which will be related to today's motivational moment, talking about the other end and probably the most important end of your chakra alignment. But speaking of chakra alignments, like we said, we are not getting into ratchetness and righteousness this week. We know y'all have had enough news and blues to last y'all for another week. So instead, we're going to jump headfirst right into this woo-woo conversation with chakra expert, Kanice. Woo! <laughs> woo! Just woo. like the name of the yes. episode. Woo! Woo! that was a great transition see this is why we are all on the same page at the same time because boy sometimes you really do need to woo for real um the next person that we are bringing on is one of my favorite people in my family (laughs) that's for the fave cuz yes this is one of my favorite cousins i talk to her all the time because she gets me on multiple levels just you know from like a woman level from a millennial level and (laughs) you know our little kooky woo levels as well So it's Mm -hmm. always nice to have someone who's open-minded and who is, I can able to like really be vulnerable and be myself around and be free and they get me. And y'all hear me talk about her all the time on the show. This is none other than AKA Kanice. (laughs) (laughs) Hello everybody. Thanks for having me on here. I really do appreciate it. Yes. What's up Kanice? Yes, um, she is definitely my favorite cousin of of um, <laughs> Raquel's. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've known Kanice for some time. You know, back in the F and G days, she did some of our first photo shoots. Yes. Um, <laughs> she was there when I got um, proposed to. Actually, <laughs> like she was in on it. You're right. You're right. Like, 
I remember thinking that was a real photo shoot, even after the fact. I was like, wait a minute. Right. <laughs> you just click it. <laughs> yes. They were but, real photos, and I still need to get those to y'all. Oh, for real? <laughs> oh, that would be dope. Yeah. That would be dope. But you anyway. need memories from there. Yes, <laughs> that, would, that would be really dope. Um, but yes, good people, good energy. She's always about those good vibes. Um, and yes, I love how she uh, you know, just kind of enhances some of the things that Raquel is into as far as like astrology and stuff like that. I feel like you definitely bring that out of Kel and um, have taught Kel that. So I just want to thank you, Kenise, for um, creating that kind of synergy with Kel so that I could have that with her as her friend <laughs> because I need those vibes too. And I still want to get my chakras read by you and my tarot cards, but I know I'm getting ahead make of myself. <laughs> anytime. Make an appointment anytime. Yes. Yeah. I talk I'm about this serious. all day. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead serious. We're going to, we're going to link that up safely, but yes, Kel. Yes. Enough about us talking about you. Let's you, how about you tell you, tell the world about you until right. you got into the woo-woo. All right. So, um, Hi, everybody. I am Kenise. Um, I'm just highly conne uh, connected person to my natural woo-woo. Um, my woo-woo came naturally. I think I was just born this way. Um, and it was just something that was in me all my life until, um, well, not to say until, but it was always in me all my life. But it's one of those things that you cannot bring out to everybody initially but once you hit a certain age where you don't give a crap about anything that anybody says you just accept your woo and keep it moving so that's just what it is so me and Raquel actually connects that much because that we accept our woo and we just keep it moving it's either you're gonna accept it or you're not okay right right that is so true for those who don't know about woo, -woo can you can you kind of like explain what woo, woo is you know what? Um, in a lot of communities that I rock around, um, woo woo is kind of explained differently all across the board. Um, it could be something that people think you're crazy, think people think that you're going a little far left. I kind of explain that woo woo is really having that active imagination and being able to rock with it. So, um, like, you can. As a person, you can be out there twisting and molding things, your thoughts, your ideas to basically make it fit whatever you need and to be able to benefit you. But as soon as other people feel like you're getting like a little bit too big or you're thinking a little bit too highly of yourself, I think that's when you kind of reached your woo and meaning that I can control my life by the thoughts and things that I imagine within my own life. So sometimes it comes into a, um, some different topics. And I know we're gonna talk about chakras and talk about tarot cards and talk about different things. It gets into the woo when people don't understand where you're coming from. When you can imagine greater for your life, you can draw inspiration from pictures in a tarot card. You can draw inspiration from anything that is around you. Some people read tea leaves in a cup. Some people burn candles, whatever way that you um, use to benefit your life. That's a bit of the woo because some people cannot connect to it and some people cannot understand it because they haven't been around it. So it's just a natural thing that everybody does. But when you're able to connect to your woo and accept your woo, that's when you're really rocking your life. So going deeper into the woo, what are some of the things that you would say, like, well, I'll just ask you specifically, what are some of the ways that you help people, I guess, get into their woo? Like, what are some of the practices that you specifically, I know you mentioned like tea leaves and seeing things, I imagine, Solange. <laughs> <laughs> you know like what what are like you know tarot cards I know there's like you know people look into astrology and mm -hmm. stuff like that so like what are some of the things that you're into and I guess some of the uh ways that you share your gifts with others and help them find their woo 
my power really works within candles. Um, I love to burn a candle, fire elements. When you get into earth, air, fire, and water, um, me and Raquel talk about this all the time. We're just talking about how we can harness the power of elements. And um, within our zodiac signs and understanding, because I'm a water sign, I'm a Pisces, so I'm very highly emotional. And I use that to my benefit. So um, sometimes when I need some energy, and I need some a little bit more excitement or something to just happen in my life, I burn a candle. Um, I have a strong tradition that I do every week. I um, sit down every Sunday and I start my week off with burning a candle and contemplating about the week that I want to have. So a lot of fire um, magic comes up within a lot of my um, things that I do. There are many things that I can suggest for other people to do, but I really recommend people to find um, their connection to whatever elements that they like so some people go through tarot cards i love tarot cards because of the imagery in my imagination flows some people um that are more fiery love the um the idea of candles some people that are a little bit more watery love bathing um putting things in their baths like chamomile lavender roses and you know really hooking up your bath with the candles around it you can kind of pull in all elements and um, really have that moment for yourself. When it really um, boils down to it, it's however you want to express yourself or however you are able to connect to yourself. Some people do it through writing um, and that is like a wind element, um, doing journaling and writing down different thoughts or prompting themselves with quotes and see what type of feelings and emotions come up through that. So everybody is really unique on how they connect to themselves. Um, and you just kind of just have to test out a few things until you really connect with it. That's really interesting because um, I was listening for everything that you said. I really love candles, but I think I love them for uh, aesthetic reasons mm -hmm. or, or calming reasons. But something that I do feel I do, which I've never heard of that before in connection to woo-woo, but is writing. And more mm -hmm. so when I'm going through a really tough time and I feel like I can't express it to anyone else and, or, you know, I just can't accomplish what I'm trying to accomplish or I'm just trying to get through something writing it usually is so uh peaceful for me it's so um soothing I mm -hmm. guess mm -hmm. for me and um I think that it is also a way of connecting spiritually as well yes um for me with God and so I think writing as well as um, just sitting quiet and, and meditation works. So that is interesting. So that's a, a win element. Now I'm a Capricorn and I know I got paid for this. So I'm not trying to ask you to go. To <laughs> but like, is that something because I'm an earth sign or is that just based off of like people in general with like, you know, what you will connect to? Because you say you're a Pisces, but you connect to the fire. Yeah, I connect to a lot of other elements. Um, but as far as being a earth sign, um, it's all in the way that you do it. Your writing probably come out in list. Um, once you probably see things that are complicated in your life, you may come out and make a bomb to-do list. Like it probably is magical and you're ready to tackle that list like, <laughs> like you're a superhero. So um, every element has its ways of looking at certain things. Like I can take that idea of writing and bring a fire element into it by writing something down that I want to get rid of and then burn it by a candle. Whew, it's gone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's gone. Mm -hmm. So those yeah, type of things, good. you can take a piece of paper and make it very magical for yourself and just represent so many things in your life. That is mm. awesome. That is definitely awesome. I think and I have, thing I've is, done that before too, actually. I think what, I burn? Like, yeah, write things down and then like if it's something especially when I'm trying to release and that's something that we've been kind of talking about like our theme for the show this entire month of April has been kind of relax relate release and you know rejuvenate so mm -hmm. right now this episode is more on the release mm -hmm. part of everything um we've kind of already kind of touched on you know the relaxing and relating and rejuvenating um so this is our release so I feel like my when I need to release, I have tried it both ways. I, um, I'm a fire sign, of course. Mm -hmm. Leo, Team Leo here. Um, and I do <laughs> like, to, <laughs> I love candles. I love to burn things. I love my Palo Santos. I love my sage. And um, 
even when I'm doing like charging my crystals, sometimes I will write down everything that, you know, I'm thinking of the things I want to manifest or, and some of the things that I want to let go. And then I do burn my paper that I write everything down with. So, and I also use the water elements as well with, you know, charging the crystals as well. So I think I'm blend between the two. And I was just thinking about you, Anna, um, with being a sound um, earth sign. Mm -hmm. um, And if it's not burning with an earth element, you can bury. So if you're um, taking something, Mm -hmm. um, if you're taking ash, you can go and bury it outside in the ground. And that's like Mm -hmm. a connection to the earth. I have done that before. With, um with actually getting rid of a like this stuff that I had from an ex-boyfriend it was mm-hmm. like years ago and I I was having trouble dating other people yeah. and as part of that I just took all these things that I had in my home still in my room that still were related to him when we were dating when he was in the military like he had sent me a piece of his belt from boot camp and stuff and like mm-hmm. I was like why do I still have these things like I'm pretty much moved on. So I felt like it was this energy that was like blocking. So I took all of those things and I, um, I I wouldn't, I I guess I feel symbolically I buried it because I took it, threw it away, pushed it deep into the trash. And then I made sure I went outside and trashed it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, it kind of went away into a landfill. So that was like my version of burying it but exactly. um yeah exactly Ooh. you're getting rid of it and you honestly when you bury stuff it's more of um allowing the earth to transmute whatever that energy is because no energy ever leaves it's always just recycled so mm-hmm. maybe somebody else needs some energy of the sort or it needs to be changed into something else let the earth heal it and it's gone but symbolically it's gone from you you're over mm-hmm. it you're ready to transition let's move forward yeah, yes. I, I love I know, this, right? I'm about to use that now. Right. <laughs> to move forward with some things now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think a lot of people don't even realize how many like little things. I think when they hear the woo woo, I think they automatically assume either tarots or mediums or, you know, just not I don't want to say the extreme because I don't even know what the extreme is to me it's like everyday things I like that listen to tarot cards and um horoscopes and things of that nature but it could be the smallest thing that could be woo like you know um so here I would like to touch on what you just said like about the idea of um this is a woo-woo conversation. Um, the idea is that everybody can't be on this island with you. Sometimes you're, you have this own mental island to yourself that you can't share these type of thoughts with each other. So it gets to the woo-woo or you know when you're in the woo-woo zone when other people are leaving the conversation. So even though that these um, this could be a woo-woo conversation to other people, to us in this room, it's not so woo-woo. It's right. just normal life. This is regular and this is what it should be versus you feeling like an outcast in that sense. Mm, that's a great explanation. So something that we always wanted to talk about, and I know you and I have talked about it all the time. You have aligned my chakras before, but mm-hmm. what are chakras? If you can give us kind of like the intermediate, you know, or a beginner level version of what that is so the very basic version of or explanation of a chakra is just an energy point is um a a a point where you're holding particular energy in your body um you notice when um you've seen something terrible and your stomach is hurting because you've seen something very disgusting that you it just like shook your mind or you are worried about something um, that is going on and certain body body parts actually um, just react to whatever is going on. That's when you're getting headaches and you're getting stomach aches, your back starts to hurt. These are energy points that are um, connected to your mind. Your mind is controlling every single thing in your body. So think about how your um, body is connected to these um, major energy points. And as far as um, chakras, chakras uh, is an Ayurvedic 
practice. So this is coming from India. And, and they have mapped it out with seven major points within your body and it aligns with the spine. Um, I don't know if you know about um, like just how important the spine in is by itself. And if you're moving points within, um, if you're touching points within your spine, it can um, just, it, it can play with any other portion of your body. So if you are touching with like little points or putting pressure on areas in your spine, it can control where your, what leg movement you have, your toes are moving, your fingers are moving, all of it's really connected to the spine. So that's why the, those energy centers are really aligned with the spine. They're way more than just those chakras. There are many chakras that are connected to these main um, chakras and their meridian points that are flowing through um, going all the way down to your fingers and everywhere else. But when we're talking about the chakras, we're just focusing on that energy point right in the center. Mm. I, I have a, I can relate to that real quick because mm -hmm. I just went through something similar, um, where I was, uh, a friend of mine was really sick and I last month and I was just really like concerned, but you know, I think, me and my husband, we talk about how we we grieve and we process things differently. He's a Pisces as well, too. So he's very emotional. And I think I can be emotional as well, too. But um, I think sometimes I take things on the chin and I just like, mm, and, even, and I did cry at that time. But I thought that was it. I thought that I got it out. But I was torn up. Like my chest was tight. My back was tight. My, um, you know, I was having stomach issues. I thought I was pregnant at the time. <laughs> I was just like, what is happening? It can feel that way. <laughs> and, and I just, I was just like, yo, like this came out of nowhere. Like my neck was getting stiff. And that is so interesting that you say that all of that, I, I figured in the end, once I wasn't pregnant, I got the ultrasound and all that. <laughs> I was like, wow, that really was just anxiety. Mm -hmm. that's crazy and yeah. it was like my friend even at this point what was strange to me was that she had gotten better and she was home and she was on the men and I still was feeling these issues it was like my body had to like go through a cycle of releasing mm -hmm. that so you think about um acupuncture and acupressure when they're um pushing down on particular points and people, you will see people, their muscles jumping, moving, um, releasing um, the tension within their bodies. Sometimes you see people actually coming out crying because mm -hmm. something has really been released. It's nothing that like, and that's just from physical ch touch in these particular areas. Mm -hmm. So just imagine how much that we are um, building up within our system and not really even noticing that we're doing that damage to our bodies. So that's a healthy way to actually start to refocus into your body and start to listen to your body. When you, once you feel aches and pains, your body is screaming to you. You're, it's trying to tell mm -hmm. you something like, hey, your shoulders are tight for a reason. Your um, stomach is aching for a reason. So you have to kind of like really tune into those things. It's just bad that our life is moving so fast and we just don't take the time for ourselves. Yeah. We actually got to go and do the next thing, you know, that masterful to-do list. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we have to take those times. And that's why um, I really try to map it down on the calendar that certain days of the week is for me, certain hours of the week is for me just to at least say thank you um, to someone to make sure that my mind is straight and make sure that I'm focused on my goals, my successes, my um, health, my, you know, everything. Mm. That's crazy selfish. how you can retain all of that and and not even no who knows if that's affecting weight gain as well too like I was thinking that too honestly when you said that I was like so I wonder if this has anything to do with why I have such a bad relationship with food like yes. Mm. Yes, yes. Um I've heard a lot of doctors even saying that stress stomachs can come from stress stress alone and it's something that you cannot even work off because it's constant stress it's not what you're eating it's not your um it's not your diet it's not you exercising it's the fact that you are constantly stressed and stressing your um body out so your hormones are going to act differently 
So you have to really manage the stress and manage what you are putting into your mind um, and managing your life, what surrounds you, who are you around, all of those type of things. It contributes to your body and your health. We got to get into tune with our body, y'all. You got to listen to your body. We got to be one. <laughs> right. That's the first person you should be one with is you. Yes. Right? We love I'm, ourselves, don't we? <laughs> well, and, and, and I think that's like a journey for all of us. I, I think that we all have to go through that season of like learning to love ourselves yes. and love ourselves enough, um, even to, to tell us when to say no, when to say yes, when to slow down, when to speed up. Like, I think that is a hard lesson. And I feel like most people, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe it's just, or it could be just like the people in my circle. I feel like we all go through that in our thirties. I don't know what it is about like the thirties when we're starting to actually have that. Okay. Well, this, I can't do it. I, I can't. I, I can't. agree. <laughs> and the thing is, um, as decades move on, you cut off a lot of stuff. I mean, just moving from 20s to 30s, look at how much you cut off. And it's only because, hey, you're not good for my health. I need to leave you alone (laughs) kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So imagine from 30s to 40s and 40s to 50s, imagine what your parents have had to cut off Mm -hmm. over their times. And they just had to say, no, I quit. I'm sorry, I'm going to choose me right now. I've, I've definitely seen the benefits of that. Yes. I've definitely seen the benefits yes. of that. And we're going to continuously be doing it. I mean, imagine what work you can do if you do it from year to year and always analyze yourself every single year and making sure that you are always in alignment with yourself. Sometimes we don't even have personal goals for ourselves to be able to understand what our self-health even looks like. So um, mm. keeping that journal is your master plan. If you don't have a journal, and I will say mostly women, I think everybody needs to have a journal, but women, all daughters on this earth need to have a journal and making sure that they're keeping track or and staying on target with what they need, mm-hmm. their health, their mission, their life. I think that is definitely a necessity to have because we easily get lost in ourselves and don't lose our identities and not know who we are and it's harder to just sit and reflect sometimes like off the random so having that journal and being able to look back and reflect like oh yeah that is I am I am that bitch I am you know this is what I wanted to do you know these are the goals I have you know accomplished xyz whatever the case may be so yeah and speaking of alignment um how do you know when your chakras are blocked Oh, girl, (laughs) you know, when your chakras are blocked, when you don't feel, you feel a disconnect, you're unplugging that lamp, that light isn't shining within that area. Um, First, I kind of want to talk to you about um, the chakra and the chakra points. And then we can talk about the disconnection in between that. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Talk, talk, talk. um, So let me um, talk about it from the root. The root is the... um, the root chakra is the muladhara chakra and it basically houses everything that grounds you to this earth so everything that is um based on home finances money mindset goals your career anything that makes you whole within this earth and that is where your um your root chakra really um it, it, once you are, you doesn't, you don't feel comfortable with where you live. You don't feel comfortable with your base foundation of people that are around you. If your career isn't on point, if you're questioning yourself, if you do not feel comfortable within your own skin, that's your root chakra that is um, being tampered with. Like it's not being filled up right there. You understand when you you're having the self doubt, that's when you know that something isn't turned on or something is out of whack. It's out of alignment with what your goals are or what your vision is for yourself. So that is all held down there in that root chakra. And that's your first chakra, your base chakra. Um, This is something that everybody needs to focus on to make sure that they're reaching from and pulling that energy from to be able to feed all of your other um, chakras. Because if you don't know where you're going or what you stand for, what's the point of everything above any of that Mm -hmm. like you're always out of whack so once you know what um 
your love language is. Once you know what your goals are, what you know what your um your boundaries are, how to feed yourself, what you actually like, then you can start to go in to the next chakra, which is the second chakra, and that is the Swadhisthana um chakra, and that's that orange chakra. I'm not sure. Did I um give the um first chakra is a red is a um root like a um root okay. A beat. Okay. Let's yeah, say I'm looking. I'm looking at the pictures right now. Of how they're different colors. Okay. So the mm-hmm. first one is red. Yes, which is what I see for root. Mm-hmm. So now we're gonna move up to that um, sacral chakra, and this is the Swadhisthana um, chakra, and that's your sexual and pleasure chakra. So just imagine when you are able to, um, how you experience pleasure, how you experience. Um, biting, um, eating a piece of pie and really enjoying that piece of pie. (laughs) That speaks to everybody. When you eat really, really, really good food. Oh my gosh. Your Swadhisthana is like, it's on fire when you can enjoy it and really, um, delve into that sexually, um, being able to enjoy. And that's what, um, sexual nature is about is being able to be pleased that pleasure in something. So that energy is held right above that, um, root chakra. So you would probably on women when you're say right below your stomach, but kind of above your genital area, right up in that area, that's where you find that energy. And us women, um, thinking about menstrual cramps and things like that. Um, when we have in fibroids, a lot of energy is disconnected in, in that area. And once you're, you're constantly having those type of issues, it's something with your pleasure points. You will um, always have like something that is off with you being able to feel pleasure within yourself, receive mm. pleasure, receive gifts. You, have you ever been around people that cannot um, receive a gift from someone? It's, it's, it doesn't feel good. They will either shy away or they won't connect with that idea of it. That's that type of um, pleasure. That's that pleasure zone being off. Another thing is, and this actually happened to me, was um, I've gotten to a point that no food was interesting. Have you ever had that? Like yes. you, you're looking for restaurants and you want to eat something, yes. but nothing is really interesting. And I'm not going to say just for the day, if it's going on for years and you cannot get anything to fill your appetite, something is going on. Something is wrong with your pleasure zone. Like what is going on? Let's reconnect. Mm. See, what do you actually like? What are you looking for? What do you want to taste? What is old and what do you want to have new? That kind of thing. So that's that second chakra, your pleasure zone. Um, the next chakra is the yellow. Um, and in that um, is like the sun, the solar plexus um, chakra, the manipura. And that's where your energy is coming from. You think about the sun, um, think about how your um, stomach kind of supports everything, your whole body, your alignment within yourself. So this is your um, ability to move, to get up, to go, to um, conquer your goals kind of thing. This is the sun. This is the action, the movement in everything. So it um, is actually um, governs your digestion because what's right over there within your stomach, all up in that area is your intestines. (laughs) This is like where your food is digesting and you're about to fill up on nutrients because of what the stomach actually does. That's where that fire energy is. When you are in that mood of get up and go. When you are sluggish, that's when you're off in, in that area. When you are sluggish, you don't feel like getting up. You are just um, handicapped. You're in the bed all of the time. You don't find that energy or no reason to actually get up and enjoy your life. You know, right there in your solar plexus chakra, we're a little bit off, okay? So when um, you're off in those areas, like I am always um, thinking about um, cleaning out the gut area. So that's dieting, not putting too much stuff in your system, allowing your body to fast and get rid of some old um, gook from in your system and try to renew and replenish your um, solar plexus. So just thinking about the sun, you don't want to pour water on the sun. You want the sun to shine bright and you want that energy to fuel your life. So um, just try to reset that gut, reset it and make sure it's cleaned out and your back and be able to, you know, just be inspired by some things. 
Um, the next one is the heart. This is where your passion, when you see something that is going wrong and you hold your hand to your chest because it just, it, it surprises you in a way because your heart felt whatever with whatever is in front of you. So that's where your heart lies. It's green. It's um, a place of growth. This is where your compassion lies. And um, it, it's just where you connect to people in a heartfelt way. The next one is rising up into your throat. Your, um, your throat chakra is about your self-expression. It's right here at your throat. Um, when you're speaking and you can put your hand right over your um, throat, you can feel the vibrations going um, within your throat. So the throat chakra is about communication. When you are feeling that you cannot speak to people, you feel less confident in your words, that's where the um, throat, your communication is blocked and you're trying to heal those type of things. So massaging that area, gargling in the morning with salt water, um, humming and making sure you're um, exercising that area will help that throat chakra. Um, above that is your third eye chakra, which is the Ajna chakra. This is when a lot of people are thinking about um, meditating. We go into that in um, meditation. You're thinking about intuition, your self-purpose, your direction in life, um, the thought factor within that, um, how you can visualize your, your whatever you want to do in, um, in front of you that is within that um, third eye chakra. What, what communication you can have from beyond, that kind of thing. Um, where your woo-woo really lies, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> All right, and then you have the crown chakra. And these are, I don't think I said the colors, it's like a, um, a blue, a indigo, and then it's like a purple. And when we get all the way up to the top is your royal crown. Um, and that's why they have it as a purple. Um, and that's when you're connected to the divine, you're connected to God, you're connected to the other that is in this um, world. So once you are up there, you're connected, this is when you can go in and start your day. <laughs> once you have aligned all of that and aligned yourself with God or what creator you have, that's where we can start rocking. So when any of these are out of line, you can feel it either physically, you can feel just a little bit off um, or disconnected from certain things. Um, the lower ones, when you're a bit worried about those areas in life, you can start to feel that disconnection. Um, it's a lot of things that will make you feel that some of these chakras are a bit off and you need to spend a bit more time with it. So you will tackle each chakra differently depending on which ones are off. Hmm. Definitely have felt multiple ones off and I've definitely have tried to um, align them. And it, it is very eye-opening into and how, how in tune your body them? is. How do, you, how do you align them? I'm sorry, I might've missed that part. So the alignment is, see, it depends on the chakra that you are with. One, you can always just self-align all the time and think of the colors. You can think about each individual color all the way through. I like to do a little bit more hard action um, because it helps a bit. Um, so with your root chakra, when that is off, you will see, you will start to feel a lot of worry. You'll feel um, disconnected from something. You would think like, um, you know, when people are having that nervousness about something, they're waking up in the middle of the night constantly um, because something's on their mind, those type of things. So once you feel that yourself, that you are in that type of zone, you know that your root chakra is off. That's when you're going to start to get out things and start to write. And you're going to try to bring whatever that is into the light so you can be able to deal with it because if it's always staying in the darkness it's going to be just something that plagues you that you cannot really see so you have to bring it into the light and put it on a piece of paper start to um map out what is what are you feeling so if you're waking up at the in the middle of the night you know hey when that, that first thought when you wake up in the middle of the night usually whatever that is worrying you is right there at that first thought. Even though we try to push it away with a few other thoughts and try to go to the kitchen and get a glass of water or try to do some other things on your to-do list, sitting in that thought and allowing yourself to feel angry, feel worried and write it down, that's powerful. Because once you come out of that and you look at that piece of paper, now you have a plan. You, knew, you know what's worrying you. Now I can tackle that and see what I can do about this so this can no longer plague me. 
So working through all of the chakras in that type of light, um, think about the throat chakra. If you feel shy, if you feel that um, maybe you're not speaking up in the office enough, or maybe you're not standing your ground enough, start to think about that. Your throat is just gonna to start to bother you in a way. You may start to get coughs even, um, or like sore throats, or you just feel a bit worried. Have you ever been in that situation that you want to say something, but you almost swallow because you, you're almost biting your tongue in a sense. So think mm -hmm. about those type of things. Um, why are you holding your tongue in this situation? Um, if you do not do anything about that, it's just basically going to plague you a bit more. You just don't want it to get physical because physical manifestations of you not speaking up for yourself becomes into throat aches and you are physically feeling like you are sick. So each chakra is holding um, different areas and is a different way that you will basically handle those chakras and try to bring them back up into light. Once things are balanced, it's easier to just go through those colors and um, try to visualize that area in your life and how you are, um, your foundation is strong and keep going up the, um, the energy centers until you feel that you are connected to each of these energy centers mentally. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, recently we were um, listening to um, an interview and I know I shared it with you as well. It was an interview with Eliza Boquin and she yes. kind of mentioned, you know, have you ever had your chakras aligned with your partner mm -hmm. for a more transformative experience? And I guess what I want to know is, you know, how does the chakra system govern our sex lives? Like, how can we be, is there, can you be aligned with another person or have your chakras aligned with another person? Or is it more so individual intentions? So um, how it deals with your sex life, it can deal with it greatly. And um, even with our conversations, just about um, our own individual identity, just imagine like, I always want people to come to relationships um, whole and healthy, meaning that you're not draining the other person. So once you are working with your chakras and making sure that you are aligned, that's a, a self mission. You cannot control somebody else's chakras, but would be what would be great is that person understands that life system as well. So imagine that you are in a relationship with somebody on that same page that can burn candles like you can, that can journal just like you can and align their chakras just the same way. We know that mentally we are on the same plane of um, self-help self and making sure that we're coming to each other whole and healthy. And with that type of experience, I feel that you can go above and beyond in that sexual life because um, when you're with a partner that you can feel safe with because they're not gonna drag you down within any type of sexual situation. If you are with someone that you can freely speak about every single thing that you want and where you want it and how you want it, that is like, it's, it's a releasing and beautiful type of thing. Um, though that type of person is somebody that you will probably want to be with. Um, so it's about self-expression and being able to, with your healthy self, be with another healthy person and just make fire in the bedroom. How about that? <laughs> fire is the Right, make some fire in that bedroom. I mean, that's with the orange color. You in there with fire in that orange and all of those um, energy centers below the, um, the navel is those type of colors. It's red, it's orange, it's yellow, it's beautiful. It's that energy that you just wanna jump on somebody and just be, like, come on. Mm -hmm. so, like with that, when people are working, if they have those healthy energy centers, they are walking into um, something that is so freeing. And I can just see how something like that can transform to something that you don't even realize that you want it and something's about to happen <laughs> in a whole nother type of way. So I think it's just a beautiful thing. Indeed. Mm. <laughs> I just I, 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 the last five times. Yeah, I was thinking about some of the transformative experiences that I have had and I never, I don't know, I never thought of it in a way of necessarily seeing if they were aligned 
with my um if our chakras was were aligned but i think the last transformative experience i have we were on the same they got my woo woo <laughs> mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. maybe and it, i think what that was was we were talking about it and then that did kind of like I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out what the next word would be to describe, but it it allowed it to have that transformative. Yeah. I love what you feels. said because, um, I mean, Kel, I know that you're a fire sign, but <laughs> the talking about it is an air element. Mm-hmm. So imagine a conversation. You know what um, air does to fire? It ignites it even more. It just it, it just feeds the fire kind of thing. So mm-hmm. that might be that pleasure um, center that you need. You need to be ignited mentally yes. for everything to, you know, yes. loosen up yes. all the moisture and yes. beautiful things start to happen yes. just because that mental stimulation is probably sending you into that area. And you know, I didn't even it's realize sexual. that until therapy. Yes, I and you know, I talk about you know, I, I, I talk to people about you know the idea behind say uh, sapios, uh, sapiosexuals, but um, I never necessarily thought that I was that mm-hmm. until I talked to my therapist. My therapist was like, oh, when I was telling her, like I was experiencing at one point um, a time where my libido just wasn't what it used to be you know mm-hmm. and I was like I don't know why just like it's not gonna she was like because you're you're mentally not here you need mental stipula- mental stimulation so when that person can give you that mental stimulation that you need then you will you know your fire will be renewed basically and mm-hmm. I was like oh I get it I, I am that that is what I need that is what will give me those ex- experiences <laughs> that those are that's like um having that boundary or um knowing your rules that you play with so mm-hmm. that's a part of your package as your root system okay so that's a part of you so just imagine if you are dealing with people that do not stimulate you mentally that's going to start to knock your chakras out of whack so you know within yourself if you cannot have a conversation about these areas and not be afraid you're not my type of person. So always walking in alignment with your chakras and making sure that you are aligned with someone um, and not backing down when you're not aligned. It's okay just to say no, like, I'm sorry, you're not my type. And being able to go over to someone and know that they can rock your world kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> You know, being bringing back memories, like hmm. you gave I know. A I think y'all had thought. Yeah, so I was just <laughs> saying. Um, I was still on mute, but I was just trying to say you gave us a lot to think about. Yes, I know a conversation that me and um, her had the me and Kenny's had the other day about even just like from a sexual per, um, perspective, and we were talking about our sexual menu, and I was it was inspiring because it's like that up. I, I love am. It. I, I am. It. I am. Because um, I feel like this is something that a lot of people do experience where they're trying to figure out like what they like and what they don't like. And for me, I know when we're to related to chakras and to the sexual menu part. <laughs> um, for me, I have a lot of issues with my throat chakra. I have a lot of issues trying to communicate to people how I feel or the things that I like and the things that I don't like. So based off that, we were having a conversation about, do you, you know, how do you know when, how to find the things that you like or you don't like? So I'm gonna let you explain it a little bit better because you, you, you said it so perfectly. <laughs> Lovely. I would love to. Um, and because I actually thought about this hours after we even had the conversation and it was such a beautiful conversation and this is when you love to have your woo-woo buddy because you can go there with your woo-woo buddy you can think of all kinds of things and throw things out on the table and it may help us we never thought about it in this way so what we were talking about is um that sexual chakra when we're thinking about that sexual chakra do we know how to please it do we know within ourselves what are our pleasure points what do we like what do we not like that those type of things and mainly what what would you 
what do you like? What do you want from somebody? How would you explore yourself? So what we um, thought about is putting in, in a picture of your dining at a restaurant. So um, everybody have seen like a sushi menu. What would you check off to say that, hey, I want to order this for sexual delight today? What is that um, thing that you would check off on your menu to say that, hey, today I feel like I want to explore? What would exploration look like to you as a person. So um, we brought this conversation up because we didn't, um, just looking at women, sometimes we don't explore our own sexuality and um, really know what pleases us or what um, type of challenges or how we want to grow within our sexual lives. So just being able to think about um, think about it. If you would can order the perfect sexual experience, what would it be? What ticket would you turn in what would you check off to say, this is what I want? Right. And I was without literally- Without shame, without shame, because I, I had sent something to Kel the other day. I was looking for that to find it, but my phone wasn't near me. <laughs> yes, my phone wasn't near me. It was Afro, Afro astrology or something. I mean, Afro sexology or something like that. I'm gonna find okay. it right now. But basically what they were saying was they listed all of these, here it is. Um, during sex, I want to feel, and it was just basically, you know, focusing, helping people focus on words other than like, oh, actual sexual acts, exactly. like saying what you want. Mm -hmm. You could just say like how you want to feel. So, mm -hmm. I mean, for certain things, if you have certain kinks, you might have to like verbalize those specific kinks, <laughs> mm -hmm. but like, I mean, you could say things like the words that they had were like powerful, confident, seductive, primal, submissive, adored, worshiped, irresistible, uh, respected, shameless, passionate, dominant, objectified, wild, transformed, innocent, intimate, slutty, creative, authentic, proud, loved, free, spiritual. And they were like, list three words, three of those words that you want to feel. So. I think what I said might have been like shameless, adored, and um, I can't remember the other word that I said. Um, and then I said in a splash of um, slutty. <laughs> I, I can't remember the third word that I said, but um, the shameless thing for me was like, you know, there may be some things and, you know, I've been getting deeper here. We've had these conversations, me and my partner, and I've been like, you know, he's open to hearing some of the things I want to do. But I, for some reason, I think sometimes you may feel shame as mm -hmm. a woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Want some of these things to want to do some of these things. Um, and Kel, what was your words? Do you remember? Um, I think it was powerful, transformative, free. Um, dang, I can't remember all of well, them. Well, that's three right there. Yeah, I, I know I picked more than that though. Like it was oh, like okay. a bunch of them. But um yeah. Oh, oh. Right here. I'm I'm tripping. I said uh shameless, adored, and seduced. And then Kel Ooh. said powerful, irresistible, irresistible, uh passionate, confident, free slash transformed. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a whole package. I like that. <laughs> That's Indeed. interesting. You got to send me that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'll make sure Kel sends it to you. Yeah, that's but interesting. It, it just goes back to everything that you were saying with the menu. Like, you know, I feel like that's a way of shamelessly, you know, no holds of ours, kind of listing out what you want to be sexually satisfied. Because one thing, if not one thing, if not another, um, when it comes to sex in a relationship, I believe it's going to rear its ugly head at some point. If you plan mm -hmm. to be like with this person for a long period of time or even more so life, mm -hmm. you know, at some point you're going to get to a point where like, if you don't share some of those things that you really need sexually in a relationship, it's, it's going to rear its ugly head. I agree. I agree. And just having the language to be able to do so, because um, as women, I just feel that we cannot play around with words that um, males are able to play around with. 
so freely. So being able to teach ourselves a new language and be able to express ourselves in that area. And at the same time that we communicate differently from um, men. So having a list like that, I need to know how I I want to feel at the end of this. It may not be an actual sexual position. It may not be, you know, just something that how we usually communicate about Mm -hmm. this topic. I need to come out on the other side feeling this way. And I love mm-hmm. how they mapped out and structured those words because it gives us a vocabulary to be able to express, hey, this is the type of night I want to have tonight. <laughs> that right. Of- and that's a good point because that, that goes into the other part of the conversation that we had where I was like, this is this part is from all my single ladies out there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've all have gone through a time where we're dating or being sexually active in some sort of not necessarily dating but just wanting to to feel to have our yes. feels and have our yeah. fun and you're tired of the vibrator you need flesh right you want the flesh <laughs> exactly exactly pleasing the carnal nature <laughs> exactly so there was there's always been moments of that but when we're trying to communicate that to the other like in the dating realm it's it's easy for the men to get kind of stuck in that. Oh, so just we on that freak level, you never ever get past that to get to the point of what mm. your ultimate goal is. Mm. So I think, you know, based off of reading that, talking with you guys and, you know, re configuring everything in my head or whatever, it mm. makes me wonder. I think maybe this might be the better approach to it instead of saying, oh, I want to be hit from the back or I want to do splits or I want to do whatever you want to do, whatever you're into. Maybe saying after we do what we do, this is the feeling that I want to feel. I think then they can, it allows both parties to have more creativity and you'll get what you want in the end. Yeah, more understanding. Yes, more understanding. And then I feel like it won't, that's, it's it's more of a tasteful way of saying what you want (laughs) in a way that they can, kind of get and not necessarily mm-hmm. get stuck like I feel like right. they get as stuck with those with that type of language than they would with literal language yeah but I think um it's it's something with women in the sense that I mean we are always wanting to grow and see things in a better light so sometimes honestly and this may be controversial in the sense of I feel that men can get stuck they like what they like and that just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Women can like it today like this, but guess what? Tomorrow, this is a whole we got other moves. Right. We got moved. <laughs> okay. Yes. I, I'm I'm the first one to tell you that. Yep. You're right. Yeah. So um just thinking about that, having that language to say and express, like, yes, I know I like it in this type of position, but understand that I need a new flavor mm-hmm, <laughs> of right. whatever mm-hmm. this is. Um, tomorrow and next week it may be different and are you able to keep up with that and that's a bit of an upgrade to um, I guess to men in a sense because sexual nature just is what it is sometimes to men it's like it's kind of hard to like bring them out of that realm but as women we can if we're able to express it better maybe they will understand what that means and that also brings up another point to sorry i'm going to all these tree points i know but, the um, tree is growing bigger i tell sorry. you the branches are growing I'm sorry this will be my last point but i also was thinking about it from the lgbtqia plus community mm-hmm. and um i was thinking like because i always i used to watch the l word and i used to be like why does their sex look just so much better and more passionate and just it just it felt like when I'm looking at like, damn, they must have some amazing bomb sex. And it doesn't <laughs> feel like it would correlate. Nah, I'm not gonna say that because I love sex with men. But you mean I mean I'd like like to go even further than that. I don't mind watching on let me not say I don't mind. Let me be straight up. Yeah, I, I, I love I watching like, porn. What's I like husband? watching <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lesbian porn is cool or whatever. Sorry, mama. Hope you know this. But um, <laughs> I'm 33 years old at the same time. Too. I don't mind watching. The, I like to watch that. I get turned on by that. Do, do I want to do that? I personally don't, at least at this stage in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. I, you know, they got those memes where they be like, it's all well and good until you got to go down on her. Too. <laughs> like, See, oh wow that is for me right. <laughs> and i'd rather right. 
watch but i had some roommates in my old apartment that i used to tell cal about it they it was it was a tumultuous relationship very toxic but when they would get it in my the girl sounded like how you sound when you use a vibrator every time every time it was just and I, i see it in the porns and stuff and i feel like women and maybe that's the same for gay men as well. I, I don't and watch. That's gay men where I was going. I was jumping to that go area. Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Something within that. So, um, just having this, trying to just flesh it out a little bit. We were just talking about how women communicate with other women, and is that can that transfer to men being with other men? Maybe they understand each other's language yep. that much more, and that's what will make it more explosive and understanding. And you can feel that release in that sense because women talking to women, we can understand it in that nature. So, mm-hmm. wow. I mean, that just like blew my mind the way you said it that way, mm-hmm. because I can understand how communication can help this area within our life so that means that we need to open up and communicate with our partners deeply so we can understand this so we can have some explosive nights yeah (laughs) more or i should say more more frequent explosive nights because i'm telling y'all that was explosive every time (laughs) time that was explosive So it's terrible when you're listening through the um, doors and you're like, right. oh, y'all like listen, I'm who is mine? <laughs> exactly. Well, we really appreciate you um, for sharing your insight and your educated uh, just point of view on chakra alignment and how it really affects our day-to-day, you know, mm-hmm. our whole livelihood. And that is something that I'm going to take note of to try and work on. I'm sure our listeners will as well. Um, you know, I'll be I'll be thinking of all those colors. Um, but we'll be sure also guys to post like some imagery of what Kanice was telling us about um, with the chakras and the different levels in the body, the spaces in the body where the chakras are, um, you know, located. But um, yeah, <laughs> I guess it's just like, I'm kind of speechless right now because I have so much to think about, so much to rework, some burying to do. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I think this was an excellent conversation. Um, very informative for our listeners um, who are interested in, you know, finding themselves in their woo. And, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed you ladies. This was a really good conversation. I did not mind all the branches that branched off. It is yes. beautiful. <laughs> and I, I respect you all. It is beautiful to be here with you all. Told y'all that was going to be a good interview. And as promised, we still have the rest of our staples for each episode in this episode. So we're going to jump right into our philanthropy highlight of the week. Take it away again, Kel. Get up, get out, and get something. How will you make it if you never even try? You need to get up, get out, and get something. Because you and I got to do for you and I. For this week's philanthropy highlight, we want to highlight two organizations who are starting to do some really big things for the black and brown sisters in our community. More than ever, black women have carried the load of community service with little to no recognition. As stories continue to grow with social injustices, companies are paying attention to how to even the playing field and let black and brown sisters renew, relax, and release those burdens of fighting a biased economy. The needs of black women and girls have been a focus of philanthropic efforts as major donors seek to narrow a racial wealth gap and address chronic funding disparities for groups that minority women, that serve minority women. Initiatives from the Ford Foundation, Goldman Sachs, and a group of activists and philanthropic leaders are collectively seeking to increase funding to organizations for black girls and feminists to enhance economic opportunities for black women. Ladies, sisters, aunties, it is time. We are finally getting our moments. I mean, I know that these are just pennies, but each of these pennies are going to add up to the big dollars. So I'm so glad that, you know, we're starting to get our just due 
And I think that the more people start seeing this, the more of the change that we're going to have all the way around. So shout out to Goldman and Sachs and the Ford Foundation and all of the ladies and the philanthropic um, leaders who are coming together and activists who are coming together to make this work for our black and brown sisters because it is long overdue. I like to propose a toast. I said toast, motherfucker. So, as I mentioned before, this week's last call is going to be closely linked to the motivational moment. And this week's motivational moment is going to be rooted in the root chakra. As you heard during the interview with Kanice, um, the root chakra is important. It's probably the most, it is the most important chakra of all of them because it is where you begin from. It is your purpose. It is where everything in you stems from um, physically and also just spiritually I would say Um, so without further ado let me go ahead and read this to y'all from black chakra chakra affirmations root chakra I am grounded like my ancestors and my roots are safe and protected I am exactly where I am supposed to be I'm connected with the energy of mother earth my energy is balanced I show up for my community in whatever ways that I can I am willing to release all fear and doubt to build meaningful connections. My root chakra is grounded and my foundation is stable. My blackness is firmly rooted within me. The earth reminds me that I am protected and that no matter where I am, I am safe and my ancestors are watching over me. I am opening, healing, and unifying my root chakra. So we'll be sure to connect all of these together we hope that you guys will work on connecting all of your chakras together once again make sure you follow us at cognac cupcakes and conversations on instagram twitter not twitter (laughs) um youtube and facebook and then on twitter our name is at ccc vibes um make sure that you buy some merch because we still got them cognac cupcakes and conversation shirts as well as our protect our girls world and curls um shirts that we know you guys love make sure you go ahead and cop that amongst many other things like our mugs and until next week peace out it's a vibe